All right, kids, it's Monday night, so you know what that means. Another episode of The Loud Pedal. I am Clark Mike Griswold, alongside my co-host, The Mal, Brian Hustlinger. What's up? And the infamous PBR Josh. Back again, unfortunately. <laughs> tonight's, <laughs> tonight's guest on the show, we have Corey Cormier. How's it going, Corey? Good, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries. Uh, so, first things first, uh, you were down at Bridgeport last night, uh, and honestly, I haven't even looked at the results, so how did that trip turn out? Um, really good. We just had real shit luck this year with uh, drawing and stuff. We uh, drew a shitty number and had to start in the back. We were underpowered a little bit, so just struggled, but the car was good, and uh, we made some good good improvements on it and just came up a little short. Yeah, that happens. That's, that's racing it. Yeah, we ran with some good guys, so guys that have been running there all year, so um, we really couldn't complain, and we're ready to get 2021 underway. How did, um, I mean, how'd you like to track for your first time there? Did it fit your style, fun, not good, something, uh, I mean, did you take some notes back from it? Yeah, that that place was awesome. It it kind of brought me back to my Accord days, running the Sportsman at Accord, just uh, hammer down, wide open, um... Just definitely a fun track, nice facility. I'd definitely go back there for sure. So this year you ran Thunder Thunder Mountain full-time, right, uh, in the 358 Modifieds? Yes, yep, we did. And you picked, you had, uh, I believe, what, one one or two wins on the season? Yeah, we won actually opening night. We won and um, we had a bunch of good runs. Um, just we couldn't get going at the, at the beginning of the night in the heat races and stuff. But uh, we ended up fourth in points. Um, my first year in the 358, so on all, it was a, a good year. Yeah, first year finishing fourth in points. That's that's pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. yeah so got, you're running. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Corey. Yeah, we ended up picking up rookie of the year and stuff, and even got rookie of the year for the dirt series. So that's a pretty big accomplishment. So we just got to keep the momentum rolling into next year. I mean, you were running against some uh, some of the Fulton boys there too, who are actually you know pretty. Pretty good shoes. That's pretty impressive for your first year. Yeah, there was a lot of good guys up there. Uh, Maresca showed up a couple times, yeah. and of course he kicked our asses, but he's been doing it a while, and he's a, definitely a good shoe. Uh, Ronnie Davis the third, um, the McCready's. Um, there's a bunch of good drivers up there that were uh, competitive every every week. So, well, uh, before you uh, before you got into the modifieds, you know, obviously running the. Run the crate sportsman uh, did really well in the crates too. I mean, uh, I know you picked up the short track super series championship what two two years in a row or so, or I don't know, maybe not back to back years, but I know you picked up at least two championships in that. Correct? Yes, we got the uh, North and the South uh, two different years. Um, it was really fun. I had a great time running that that series. I think that the the motor motor the crate motors got kind of carried away, and that kind of drew us away from it. But um, you got to play the game to, to win, so that's what it is. Uh, between the north and the south, is there any, um, I don't know, different driving styles between the two? Yeah, I would say uh, the south side of things is definitely, um, the guys are more aggressive, the tracks are bigger, um, definitely um, definitely a little bit more aggressive drivers. You definitely got to be up on the wheel when you got one of them to the outside of you, so... Uh, 2018, uh, I remember you came up to me and we spoke a little bit at Eastern States that 
you're going to try to qualify for the 100 lapper in your sportsman car. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, no, that was a pretty cool, pretty cool night. We uh, we definitely had a really fast car, and I think we came up on just three spots short of making yep. it. We were running up front in the uh, in the Conci. Um Just came up a little short. We we were, we went for it and just came up a little short, but uh, still had a lot of fun. Easter Street is always a good time. A lot, of, a lot of fun racing and a lot of fun partying, so it's always a good time. Because uh, a lot of the guys were running that W16 uh, that day. Am I correct on that? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely been a – definitely with the track the way it's been, it's definitely been a, a good option for there. Um, it's definitely a, a good piece, just it's definitely underpowered a little bit compared to everybody else. But you get a good handling car and a good good driver in it, and, and uh, you can make it work. So is that is that W sixteen motor still like a are guys still running that motor or is that was that kind of like a like a fad like people like jumped on it and now it's kind of faded? Yeah, no, I, I still think uh, for the dirt series, the type of tracks that you run on the slick surfaces, there's a I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of guys. Actually, my buddy Roddy Roddy Watts, he runs it. He uh, finished third in one of the features at Orange County this year, so that was pretty cool to see. Um, I think Bob Deeney down at Middletown. <laughs> yeah, that in his car as well. <laughs> so, engineering. <laughs> so next year, are you going back to Thunder Mountain, or are you going to go to um, Orange County? Nope, we're going to um, we're going to come to Orange County for all the naysayers that tell me I don't go there because of the competition. They're going to we're going to show up down there with a small block and a big block is the plan as long as it all comes together. So should be pretty exciting. Any uh, any plans for the uh, Cajun Swing? coming up this weekend or or next weekend whenever that'll be no unfortunately not we uh we don't have a big block as of right now so we just we didn't want to waste our time going all the way down there maybe something for next year but we are going to hit florida with the grit series with the crate car on uh, february so okay nice um, any any plans for the rest of the year i know that you got a couple uh couple smaller events coming up here towards the end of the year i know um I think BAPS is running this Saturday, and then I believe the Gobbler then got rescheduled to uh, Georgetown towards the, uh, towards the end of the year. So, any plans to make any of those shows or just yeah, no, I don't, call I a don't, season? Yeah, I think we're just going to have to call it a season. And uh, gotcha. we've been struggling. we got to regroup and, and get our shit together and, and get this train rolling in the right direction again. I would have to say that's probably the end of our year this year, but we got big plans over the winter again and hopefully come back even better. Uh, <clears throat> what kind of chassis are you running right now? One of those big ales? No, they are TO Pro Car 2020s that we're currently trying to um, upgrade to the 2021. Hopefully we can get a little bit more speed out of them, but we want to uh, back Matt up down at TO and, and try to make it work and um, put a fast car together for him. So uh, all your cars next year, the small block and the big block, going to be TOs? Yes. Yep. Yeah, we're going to do two 2021s. I'm glad to see somebody using TOs. I like TOs. Yeah. yeah, can yeah, you get us free stuff? Uh, yeah, no, you, you got to pay for it all. It's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, with, yeah, with a herd. That's shocking with a herd. <laughs> yeah, nothing. They, they, he's been good, though. I can't, not, I can't lie. He's been good to us. He's been helping us out a lot and trying to get these cars to go. He puts a lot of time and effort into it, so 
we want to see it through and, and not bail on them yet. But you know, you gotta you gotta make the right decision in your career also. So it, it gets tough that way. But um, we plan on staying with them next year and and trying to make a, make a good thing out of it. Now you've ran some Hoosiers and um, American Racer. Which tire do you prefer? I prefer the, the Hoosier tire. Um, I've had most of my luck in my career on American Racers, but Hoosiers is a whole nother challenge. It's uh, you don't get as much grip with them, so it's uh, definitely a challenge to get them into the track and get them working. So I, I would have to say I prefer Hoosiers. It's definitely more of a challenge. That's that's. Uh, I think you're probably one of the first drivers we've talked to that said that. Everybody's like, oh. American racer all the way. There's so much speed in them. Oh, you, you can't beat them. Well, well yeah, they're, well, they're easy to drive. You can you go anywhere with them, and you're, you're going to hook them up. They're uh, they're soft. They're they uh, they react quicker. It's just uh, easy, 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 an easy uh, tire to drive. So just. Uh, but you're looking for more of a challenge. Yeah, definitely the Hoosier is definitely more of a challenge for sure. Yeah, PBR right, Josh, I got, I, got, I, got my, I got my first. I got my first win down in Florida on the Hoosiers. That was my first win when we went down with the Grit Series last year. So we've been really close at Middletown. Just uh, I led the last two Eastern states, not this one this year, but the last two before that. And the Centennial race, I was running up front and ran out of gas. So just just bad luck. What uh, what track does that the Grit Series run down in Florida? Is that the uh, North Florida North, Speedway? Yes, yeah, North Florida Speedway. What is that, a half mile? Oh, man. I'm not exactly sure what that is. <laughs> it's a decent-sized track. It's not not a middle town, but it's uh, it's pretty big. Yeah, I remember watching some highlights from last year. Yeah, we had some there. good racing. Uh, Andrew Smith, uh, Dan, uh, I think it's Andrew Buff. Yeah, Andrew Buff. Uh, we had a lot of good battles that whole weekend, so it was a good time for sure. Nice to get away from the cold, too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you're like pretty good friends with the the Tommy Collins crew there, aren't you? Yes. You gotta watch Jacqueline. You know that, right? Yeah, she's a troublemaker. Oh, I know. Oh, right. <laughs> she started all kinds of trouble on the show. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, God, dude! It was just it was a hoot nanny with her on her, and then always and any question you asked her. James, you want to take that? James, like he was hid, he was hidden. <laughs> yeah, let the women speak. <laughs> Especially if yeah. there's something about cost to the race cars. Was it James? Oh, James? that was James. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, dumpster fire, dumpster fire. Somebody extinguish it. <laughs> That's funny. No, they're good people. Uh, we, me and Mike, oh, yeah. you know, we had them on the show, and then we finally got to meet them at the Coal Cracker. They're they're like really cool. Yeah, I, I've always, I've been racing with Tommy and the sportsman for since I started. He's a great guy, fun to race with. Never had a problem with him. We always race each other clean. Yeah. Um, actually, Kevin, my sponsor, Kevin Jones, actually sponsored him this year, so that's pretty cool. Kevin will have a, a car up at Thunder Mountain next year, so that's that's awesome. Yeah, we see Jonesy starting to build a little uh, little empire there. Yeah, he's he's definitely um, enjoying himself. That's for sure, and it's it's cool to see how into it he is. So it's definitely a a cool thing, and we definitely got a good thing going for years to come. So good. That's I'm glad to hear that because uh, you're definitely one of the young guns up there that I consider with a lot of talent. 
Uh, you came down to the Sixer this year. Was that your first time ever running at Grandview? Yeah, that was my first. I ran there in the slingshot, actually, but that was my first time ever with the big car. So that track was awesome, too. It reminds me of Accord as well. And uh, how how do you how was it in terms of uh, in terms of the other tracks? Do you if you could compare it to your one of your other tracks, would you say probably I guess Accord then? You could compare yeah. that to. Shut the f- up. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what I would compare it to. Grandview was definitely um, just hammer down. You're just I think the last in the Conti, I I had that motor with its tongue out. It, it couldn't go no more. So it's just uh, definitely on the gas, never lift, and just try to keep it wound up. Going going back to the uh, I guess next well you ran a couple couple big block races this year correct? No, I didn't. I had the um, open small block that we ran at Penn Can in the short track super series a couple times, but uh, unfortunately that motor we don't have very much luck with it. It goes probably for four or five races and then it just uh, just says it doesn't want no more. So what's uh, like, what's the big power difference between the open sports or not the open sportsman, the open small block and the and the 358s? It's about like 175 horsepower. Um, the op- my open small block I had was wow. uh, a 762, um, 665 torque. So it was uh, it was quite a bit more. So when you when you put the power down in that, you you were going places. I think shits and gets up that. Oh yeah. <laughs> it, we, the, the reason why we got that motor was to run Brett's North Series, but that really didn't happen too much this year. Um, it's a perfect motor for the short tracks. Um, you get on Georgetown with it and stuff; it kind of, you kind of, kind of gives up on you. Georgetown just a little too big for it. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, maybe just me being new, but uh, I went there once and I just, I felt like it, I just needed a big block. I just needed that little bit more horsepower. And that track's heavy and it has bite. I mean, they're all hammered out. And it's a big track. You can only get, yeah, oh, yeah. You can only get that motor to go so good, you know? Right. So, how's the dust in Orange County with a couple times that you got to run there? I mean, we've seen it. I mean, I mean Mike Mahaney suggested we should all get, get like vacuum cleaners and sweep it off and all that. Is it? Does it get that bad? That this Eastern States was uh, the absolute worst I've seen oh. yet. I love running at Orange County, but I mean that was just unsafe and and yeah. just ridiculous. I I started I time trialed really good. I was 11 fastest. I just had a bad group that I was in and put me back far in the start, starting lineup in the feature. And between the sun and the dust, you couldn't see where you were going at all. So it was just I ended up wrecking my car and. It was just dangerous. I actually got out of my car and ran up to the flag stand and asked, what are you doing here? Like, you're going to get somebody killed. Damn. So it just, just was uh, just was ridiculous. It just, it's like, unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, they were yelling red on the radio, and I can't I can't even see who stopped in front of me, so it's just scary. Yeah, that's yeah, that's not good when you're going full blast. That's not good at all. Yeah. You're not the only driver either that was uh, saying that, what the unsafe, what the hell is going on. Was I heard it was like a shit show, and I'm uh, – it's – it's embarrassing is what it is for one of the biggest races of the year. And probably in the yeah. far as far as that class of cars in the country exactly. is that's, that's just, yeah. it's a shit show. It's embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, it's not in between. They should have made a better call. The sun was coming down and the dust, the sun with dust. You can't see anything. It's bad enough. It was dusty. 
so they should have waited at least 45 minutes and let the sun go down get out of your eyes to at least get rid of that but between that and the dust it was just impossible to see I got a crazy, yeah. I got a crazy thought. Maybe they should put some goddamn water on the track. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, or that too. They didn't put anything on it. It's just, it was just, I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like we're getting the same, so, uh, the same kind of answers right. to that question around here right now. Every yeah. everyone that comes on that's been racing up there has been saying the same thing about it. Yeah, it's yeah. Maybe they're good. They're good one week, and then the next week they're they're it's just not good anymore. They didn't feel crazy, but it is. Yeah, they do. Now, well, they, took, they took the stuff from Oswego. That's the same shit they use at Oswego. So, I think oh. it's good for a couple runs. And, and That's uh, it. That's yeah. it. So yeah, that's, that's hard, hard and slick, and that's, that's it. <laughs> that's a long-ass way to haul some dirt, too. Jesus. <laughs> now, how was the track prep at uh, Bridgeport last night? I know uh, last night was your first time there, but uh, beginning uh, of the year, it was the guys were complaining that the track prep was terrible, and you know they're eating tires. Yeah, no, we were definitely um, you're definitely eating tires there, but the surface and how the track felt, I thought it was awesome. I mean, I didn't have any complaints. You're you're definitely running hard tires there, but it was a racy, fun track. So, I mean, I really can't complain about it. I wish I could have ran the feature. Is it as fast as it looks on the on flow racing? Oh yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's something else. Like I I've got behind Ryan go down there and coming off the corners a couple of times, you you get that such a run off the hill and you're you're hoping they don't come out and pinch you into the wall, so you just kind of got to send it and you get such momentum, you either got to go or you got to check up and it's a split the second decision or else you're either in the wall or you're not going nowhere. So yes, that's pretty cool. I've enjoyed watching the racing there. I think I'm, I went there a couple of times this year, watched a couple of times on flow. So it's it's definitely been. Uh, Cool experience. New facility. Yeah, no, I, I would. I was. You we were saying it last night when we were on our way back. We were saying that we would definitely call that a home track if uh, it wasn't so far away. We want. We've been traveling upstate for the last three or four years, and and we're just ready to go 15 minutes and uh, try to kick some yeah. ass. So maybe run Orange County for a year or two, and then come down to Bridgeport. Yeah, that, we're definitely going to do our <laughs> usual. Though we're going to we're going to we're going to still travel and stuff, but. Um, you know us, we, uh, we like to get up and go race. So if there's a race, we try to make it to it. Mike, the, uh, amateur recruiter here trying to draw some more people back. To Bridgeport. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't we move Bridgeport to Middletown instead? No, they, they, actually it was pretty cool. They had, they had two guys come over to us and thank us for coming and, and they wish we would come back next year and, and, uh, call them home. So it was pretty cool to see that. That was awesome. One was probably Dave Adams, who's been at the track for a very long time. Yeah, I was in the car with, when the one guy came up, so I, it was kind of hard to hear him, but I got the gist of what he was saying. Yeah, they, they, uh, no, they've done a great job. They're, from what I see, they're, uh, all their uh, officials in there seem to be pretty pretty cool and, and welcoming. I think someone else, was it Jack Laner that said the same thing when he came down there? They were very welcoming and thanked him for coming, too? Yes. Yes. See, that's what uh, more tracks in my opinion need to do. Job. That's what more tracks need to do, is be yeah. more fan-friendly and more driver-friendly. Like, you know what? We'll go back there because, you know, they're nice to us. Yes, exactly. No, it's definitely a, a cool feeling, feeling appreciated for showing up and spending your money up there at their track. So, 
That's probably what they're saying. Dude, guess, thank you for spending the I money guess the here. Only complaint, the only complaint I had about tonight is that they only took two cars out of the B main, and they oh. had like six Oof. provisionals. It was a little ridiculous, but um, just kind of made it suck for the guys that towed down and, and didn't draw very good. You know, you got, we we I think I finished. I was up to fourth, so I missed it by two spots. Um, just it would have been nice if they qualified three or four. You know. Yeah, especially when you have 51 cars signing. Yeah, exactly. Should have started all 51. That would have been fun. Well, you get you get people who respect each other. It's 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 doable. Well, then there's there's a certain driver who really doesn't. Yeah, I think I know you're gonna say. Ah, uh, yeah, I know you don't. Don't you? <laughs> Did I kind of mention something maybe last night on the group? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, his last day rides with a body part. Let's we'll, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll leave guy, it at that. that guy's. Uh, I would I would say he's either checkers or wreckers, but he never takes the checkers first. <laughs> oh, there you go. So he's a record. <laughs> oh, when he wrecks hard, when he wrecks it, it's pretty hard. We've seen that. We saw that in person already before. So I uh, guess we have. <laughs> yeah, we have. So Corey, a hundred thousand dollar question: What driver would you take out to win a hundred grand? Anybody. Your dad, right? You definitely take your dad out, wouldn't you? Oh hell yeah, yeah, he'd definitely go. <laughs> and then back up over him afterwards. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it would, it would definitely be something after that. Yeah, it'd be a quiet ride home. <laughs> oh, it definitely would. We we get over it though. We're going vacation or something. Yeah, and your mom's got to pick side. Now, your mom would probably be the referee between the two years. No, she'd probably end up with all the money somehow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, finally, so we try to get Mike Mahaney to admit, you know, he's like, uh, I guess, Billy Pouch's uh, junior's uh, brother-in-law, and I tried so hard to get him to admit that he would wreck his brother-in-law for a hundred grand, but he just quite wouldn't <laughs> go there yet. <laughs> He I mean, hinted at it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't wreck. I wouldn't wreck anybody. But if I had the nose in there and I and it was the last lap, yeah, um, you're that. It's, yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like yeah. Stewie when he got when he got Brett a couple of years Yep, he couldn't put it any more inside than that. No, nope, no, nope, he stuck it in there and rubbed him a little bit, but it was uh, a lot of money on the line. So just a little persuasion. That's all. He's got to, you know. Mm-hmm. No big deal. Rubbing his right. I never seen. I never seen the. Uh, I thought the stand, grandstands were going to come down. <laughs> That's good stuff. That is really great. So you guys going to do a little tour racing next year? A little uh, Brett Dale stuff, or? Well, we got to wait and see motor wise what what we got. I know that Kevin and we're all pretty committed to running the Hoosier stuff and and doing the dirt car stuff. We want to try to. Those guys are the best of the best. And, uh, just would be good to, to get our feet wet with them and, and learn and and see what they're doing and try to make some friends and learn a lot of lot of new stuff and just try to get better. They're the best of the best, and it's a good way to to learn and get be a better driver to go race with them. You gonna do uh, dirt car big blocks or dirt car three fifty eight? It's all it's so early now. It's just you know it's uh, this sport is not a cheap sport and and. Uh, it takes a lot of money to, to go compete at a high level with these guys. And we just got to wait and see. And hopefully everything we're working on some stuff and hopefully everything falls into place. 
Yeah, we had, was it when I had Ryan go down on? He's talking about how much money he spent in fuel, like $15,000 just to run the dirt car tour and diesel fuel for his hauler only. Yes. It's a, it's a pretty penny. Nothing in this sport is cheap. I go down to uh, ECS, the, the parts store by me, and those guys are great to us. They, they let us uh, get what we need. But I mean, you could leave there with a little, little tiny box and it's $1,500. So there, there's nothing cheap about this sport, but I guess it's the, uh, the adrenaline rush and the fun and the and winning and the, all the highs and lows to it that keep you coming back. Um, and the show you put on for us fans. Yeah, no, they can't definitely. That is, uh, it's been, been a weird year that way. Cause you're out there racing and you're, you're looking when you go to check, take the checkered flag for somebody yelling and screaming and there's nobody up there. So that's a little bit of a buzzkill, but hopefully next year. Well, be back yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that's terrible. You know, fortunately for us, we all live outside of the state of New York. So we got to go to races this year. Yeah, no, we, 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 I shouldn't say that because we, we uh, did pretty good up at Thunder Mountain. They, they did a, a good job of trying to get fans in there and, and, um, there was still a decent crowd, but they obviously they had to do their part and, and not letting it get out of control and stuff. So it, was, it wasn't that bad there, but we went to a couple tracks where there was nobody in the stands and it's just, it's not the same, you know? All right, guys. Well, Corey, thanks for coming on. I am going to get back to it no here. Problem, so. All right, have have fun with these guys. I don't know, I don't know what they got in store for you after I'm out of here. Yeah. But. Uh, oh, you just <laughs> wait, Josh. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait to listen to this once it's over. Yeah, they can wait. <laughs> All right, guys, take it easy. Josh comes on during his lunch. Josh comes on during his lunch break and talks to us. Wow, cool, sweet. Yeah, because yeah, we, yeah, we ignore him most of the time. <laughs> More the better. I mean, you feed them once and they fucking don't go away. <laughs> uh, hey Corey, how did you get your start uh, in racing? Um, I when I was little, I I did go karts and stuff, and um, got into slingshots when I got a little bit older. Um, then we b- actually we bought a street stock to run at Middletown, and we were, <laughs> we sat there and we, and we were like, "What are we doing? Why are we doing this?" And we went down to Hig Fab and bought a new Hig Fab, and we bought a used, we bought Kyle Redner's car and, and kind of put that together. Um, and then luckily enough, we got a couple sponsors and then Interstate Batteries, Jeff DeSharnas, he came on and he did a lot for us and really got us set up, set off on the right foot. So definitely got Good. to thank him. Hey, speaking of sponsors, we're looking for some, right, Mike? Yeah, absolutely. We're looking for sponsors. It's a, cut, all, right? it's a cutthroat world out there. Yeah. Well, um, so did you turn any laps in the street stock or were you just kind of like, yeah, no, nah, we got to, we got to, uh, yeah, we, we got it in the garage and me and my dad were looking at it and we were like, what the hell are we doing right now? <laughs> and, uh, we got, we got it out of there and I don't even know what we did with it to be honest. Um, but yeah, I almost had my first laps at Orange County in a street stock. I mean, I, I can't knock the street stocks cause, uh, you no, know, yeah, Bridgeport, they put on absolutely amazing show. I mean, they, I think sometimes they put on a better, better show than the crates do. Yeah, we actually, we got up to leave last night, and we actually, they started to come out. We're like, we got to watch this, because last time we went there to watch, they put on a hell of a show. 
my first time at Afton, the street stock feature was the best at uh, the whole night. It was just, they never touched it. They were four wide for a little while, and then they split. It was a great race. Yeah, no, they definitely definitely can put on a show for sure. You get the right guys in them. And the right track, too, I think. I think some of the tracks yeah. are just, like, they're just too big for it. I don't know. Yeah, the, the, skinny, the, the, skinnier, the skinnier tire definitely makes it more more racy. Even when Bridgeport was the five eights, the street stock still put on a great show. Yeah, I mean, and the 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 crates were probably the most boring class to watch on the five eights because it was like follow the leader. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like watching uh, what do you call it, restrictor plate racing on dirt. Yeah, that was the problem this year at Orange County with the small block race. It was the same thing again. Just yeah, it like, just well, after two or three laps go by and everybody kind of settles back in. It's just follow the leader. Yeah. I, yeah, hopefully they, Brett gets that figured out next year. Yeah, I hope he does too. I know they're they're trying, and I know they'll, they'll get it right. And uh, just gotta keep keep going with it. Now, all the tracks, uh, different tracks that you've raced at so far. What's what's your favorite one? And I get this question a lot. I've been yeah. to so many, I've been to so many of them. It's hard to pick anymore. Which one's your um, least favorite? My least favorite. Uh, God, I really don't. And then work in order, and then work your way up in order, and then we'll <laughs> get you there. <laughs> I, I, I would probably, I'd probably say Woodhall is my favorite track. I've only been there a few times, but I showed up there with the modified the one one night, and uh, we were just so fast. I wish we could get back up there, but they run on Saturdays. Um, just a fun track, bull ring, super bank, no walls, so you can send her in there and not worry about wrecking your shit. So it's. Uh, definitely up on the wheel track yeah i mean billy van pell just won the championship up there next year again so yeah, yeah he already won it he was every year. <laughs> he's good though i mean he's he, he doesn't he go good, too yeah. far but billy's good though yeah he is yeah he is a good runner he, i watched him race up there and he beat uh shepherd i think it was for brett yep. had his race up there yep billy can show he can definitely show mm-hmm yeah, most most drivers that we have on, they can't give us a, their favorite track, but they can tell us tracks that they'd prefer to never go back again. Yeah, I mean, I really, uh, I mean, I really can't say I've ever had a real bad experience at a at a track. I mean, I really can't really can't think of one to be honest. Maybe maybe not a bad experience, but maybe a track you just haven't quite figured out yet and you struggle at. Well, there's quite a few of them. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let me see. I really don't know. Eh, that's alright. Yeah, Can Am Can Am is a, a a different one for sure. Okay. Can Am Speedways, it's uh, it's fast and and you, you got to have your setup just right or you're out to lunch. So we learned that this year on at Dirt Week there. Have you ever tried Brewerton? That's a track I haven't been to. I think that would kind of fit your style, how they slide it. That's a badass little track, dude. That is a yeah, badass little track. Yeah, I've seen some videos that I did look fun. I went to Leedsport. That's a great track, too. Just uh, super Ice slick. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, you got, you got to have your got to have that, that set up. That's what we're we're struggling with, really, this year, is just trying to get that, find the, find the drive that nobody else has. It's just a constant battle of trying to get the edge. Now, do you, is there any guys in the, in the pits that maybe you go to for, uh, you know, for a little bit of advice? Like, hey, man, we're, like, way off here. Is there any, any help you can give us? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, Mike Mahaney, I, we've been talk, I've been talking to him. He's been pretty helpful. He borrowed my carburetor up at Grandview. Um, and he, ever since that, he's been pretty helpful. We can go over, ask him questions and stuff. Um, Matt from TO, he's been, he's been good. He, he always gives us some good advice, but I, I'm also, I'm still new to this and I got to earn these guys respect that are yeah. been doing this a while. So it's just going to take some time and hopefully we can show our speed and, and, uh, it'll be easier to walk up to somebody and ask them for advice. Did Mahaney give, uh, your carburetor back? Yes, he did. We hunted him down, and then we got it back, and he said it, it ran great. So, besides, he had to keep his motor up that night, but that was something <laughs> other than carburetor. I, 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 I promise I didn't sabotage him. <laughs> was, it return, was it returned the way you gave it to him? Yes, it's still it's on the car right now, and it's probably the best carburetor I've had on it. So. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I was getting ready to say, was the carburetor legal when you, he returned it to you? I don't know, but it runs now, so I'm not going to ask no questions. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> don't know, don't tell. Don't, don't, don't ask, don't tell. Yep, exactly. Now, that's, uh, now Mike Main, he's he seems like a cool guy. We had him on. He was uh, very open about things, didn't shy away from any questions we asked. So, Yeah, no, he's definitely um, definitely a cool guy. Um, help you with anything, talk to you. Uh, not make you feel like a stranger, so that's always cool. I mean, he talked to us, so that tells you something right there. Yeah, you guys, you guys are some crazy mofos, so. Yeah, we still haven't figured out why anybody comes on the show. <laughs> well, um, it's uh, Is there any, any tracks that you haven't been to that you really want to go race? No, I mean, Brewerton. Brewerton sounds like it would be a, a fun track that I haven't got to hit yet, but um, we've checked just about all of them off the, off the list. I mean, I went to BAPS this year. That was a that was a shit show, but we, we tried. <laughs> I thought I thought it was a, a North Series race with sail panels. So my oh. asked, let's, let's go down and race. So we drive all the way down there, and I roll my car out. And I'm like, you know, some just don't look right. I'm looking around <laughs> at the other cars, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. This is a non-sail panel race. So me and my dad busted our ass trying to bend the sail panels over, cut my car all up, trying to make it work, and and then on top of that, we were we weren't we didn't weigh enough, so we had to try to mount weight on the car, and it just turned into this. Oh. Car. It was 105 degrees out. We were sweating our asses off, and we just we threw on the towel. And me and him don't like to give up, so it took a lot for us to get to that that point. But we just we had enough. We were sweating, and nothing was going right. That sucks. <laughs> that really sucks. That sucks. But we still got to watch some good racing, so it, it wasn't a complete loss so 2020 for you Corey, come here sum up your 2020 uh my 2020 started out really good we got our my first 358 win in the dirt series up at thunder mountain and um had some awesome runs with the hig fab chassis in the modified division up at thunder mountain we, we finished behind billy decker and sean walker uh two or three times i finished third but i always got handicapped back in the field so i had to come from pretty far back so that that was pretty awesome. But other than that, the second half of the year with the TOs, we just we just couldn't get the get it rolling again, and um, just struggled every week to try to try to get the car to go, and, and um, just struggled the last half. That's really why we lost the championship. But other than that, we had a good year. I, I took Len Atkins' car out at Five Mile Point. I hopped in his Troyer 2015 Troyer, 
and oh, yeah. Uh, we, we, yeah, we smoked them. Um, it was just an awesome night. Didn't did not expect it to go that way, but I guess things happen like that. It just works out, and uh, that was pretty cool. Just to them, them's a good guy. He uh, always stops by the shop and spreads his knowledge and asks me for advice. And it was cool to get in his car and and restore some confidence with him that his car can do it. So that was pretty cool. So going into 2021, what's your uh, what's your goals for 2021? Just get faster, man. We're just trying to trying to trying to get on the level of the big boys. You know, it's just always a there's always a guy that's better. You know, and you're, you're always trying to figure out a way to, to outdo him. And and we're always trying to work harder at it. And just um really just to put together a really solid year next year. Try to get some people to come on board and and show them we have what it takes to to be a real top team and and just keep it rolling. Sounds like good plans to me. Yeah, uh, we're we're gonna work real hard over the winter to try to try to make everything come together and and be really prepared for twenty twenty one. All right, Corey. Well, we appreciate you coming on, and we're gonna wrap this up here. Yeah, no uh, problem, man. I really appreciate you guys having me. I'm glad I came on. Yeah, thank you very much, and we wish you uh, wish you the best of next luck going into next year. Yeah, thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Thanks no problem, thanks, Corey. Thanks, Corey. No Thanks, Corey. All right, Corey. See you, bud. See you later, guys later. That was the Otisville outlaw, Corey. Come here. Good kid. Good kid. Yeah, very good kid. Very, totally, very personable. Just lets it all hang out. He's a good dude. He's How a good he? show. How old is he? Oh, he's probably around, I think, like 20, 21, something like that, around Josh, around PBR Josh's age. Okay. Damn, what the hell? Where'd Josh go wrong in life? I have no answer for you, Mike. For <laughs> once, I was absolutely speechless on that. Oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> That's fucking great. So, uh, I mean, obviously, it's a racing podcast, so back into racing. Uh, <laughs> the Cajun Swing this weekend down in Louisiana. There's racing, I think, two nights at that. Arc Latex Speedway or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, the Gator, whatever, Crocodile Trek there. <laughs> uh, I, I heard Troy from Swamp People's uh, guest uh, starter or something like that. They, it looks like they're going to have a decent uh, card count. I'm just, uh, did you see the one post they one made? Name one name for you. What's that? Brett Dale. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> if he runs, they will come. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Did you see the uh, that UFO car that they posted? No, I didn't. <laughs> the dude builds its own chassis down oh. there, and it looks like it, dude. It looks like an old like uh, Olsen modified from the eighties. And I'm like, yeah, it looks cool, but I don't think it's going to be very competitive. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I, I don't know. It, it's dude, it's Louisiana, Mike. What do you want? Yeah, yeah. Let me see if I'm. I want to send that to you so you can see it. It's uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I, dude, it's it's Louisiana. Yeah, no. Uh, a lot of those guys, like Brett Dayo said, uh, those guys are like ten years behind up here. 
dude, that still baffles me. Ten, why they 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 would never be able to compare to our guys up here being that far behind. Yeah, maybe it's they get the. Well, you figure there's no chassis manufacturers down there, so if they want a car, it's got to come from up here. Yeah, and the cost of ship, like if you get a Bicknell, that's coming from Canada. Yeah, I guarantee you nobody running Bicknells down there. No, I I have no idea what the hell they're running. Custom-made chassis. Kenny Brightbill did it, and you know, well, we all know what his career turned out to be, don't we? Yeah, but that something tells me these guys down here aren't going to be anything like Kenny Brightbill. No, not even, uh, not even no. I mean, hey, Alex Yankowski, that kid was absolutely phenomenal in that 100 lapper. Oh, absolutely. He was like, he looked like a 30 year vet out there. That's, uh, that's a huge win. Huge win for him. Sucks he tore the car up on the pace lap afterwards or the cool down yeah. lap, whatever you want to call it. I didn't it. see that. Yeah, so I guess, you know, he came around the cooldown lap afterwards, and the guys in front of him were still racing because they were a lap down. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what the hell happened. He got caught up with it and went up onto the fence and flipped. I mean, Watt was there with him, but then I, I think what won the race, in my opinion, what won it for Alex is when he cleared those two lap cars in that one shot. Oh, yeah. And gave himself enough cushion to... <laughs> Put some distance between him and Ryan because Ryan Ryan looked good all weekend. Yeah, he's been he's he struggled there at the beginning of the year. I mean, new track, you know, no notes, you have no idea what's going in, right? Um, but he he's picked up a lot of speed there this year, and he's got a couple second place finishes. He just uh, hasn't been able to park it there yet. Uh, his wins to come there for sure. I think he's also got that that to that they ex- were experimenting with. So. Good in victory lane. Yeah, I mean, he was close. And then uh, I, uh, I mean, mighty, you know, I like Mighty Mouse, Mike Maresca. He looked, he looked very smart. He just looked good. He just looked real good. He's a smooth driver, very smooth. Yeah, yeah again, lap traffic played a factor, and he just when he was coming, uh, coming out at two, he diamond. If you notice, he would dip low. And kind of stay. He knew where his groove was. He picked his marks, and he was real, real smooth through lap traffic and all that too. Yeah, I mean the guy's the guy's good. I mean he's he's good in the modified. He's good in the late model. He's he's young. He's yeah. another young guy. I think he's what, very quiet. Twenty five, twenty six. Yeah, somewhere around there. He seems to he seems to support Bridgeport as much as he can. He gets there quite often. You know, for a guy that runs up in New York all year. Yeah, now now with the way he ran in that fifty lap, I we'll see him down here. Uh, well, maybe a little more often depends on what's going on next year and when his what his schedule looks like. Yeah, yeah, I know I mean, he is, tries to do beginning of the year, end of year Bridgeport. So, I mean, he was pretty badass in the super late models a couple of years ago out in Western Pennsylvania. Nice. When it races, when it races against those guys out there, those guys are pretty good out there. Yeah, yeah, he's super he's, late. He's good. He's good at what he does. Really came into his own in the modifies. You know, yeah, when you win the, the Outlaws slash Victoria two hundred, and you get and you saw what he did this year. He's really having a coming out party. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of talented drivers in the modified division. You know, there's just doesn't matter where you go. No, especially with like um like down here in our South region, you got uh, 
Well, Stoyer, Stoyer's been down here for a little more often towards the end of the year. Yankowski, obviously. Briggs Danner. I'll add, yeah, Ryan Krejcian, our, our buddy there. I, I'd add Corey into there. Once those, once Corey and those guys get that thing figured out, that kid's going to be something else, too. He's got the talent. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And he seems to have a, a pretty good head on his shoulders. So. Yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's a really good kid. Wait till you meet him and all that. So, I mean, yeah, the young, and then, well, upstate New York or New York, we got, yeah, you know, Williamson's not that old. Like, we saw, we already know what he can do. The Ginger Ninja. Did Jack Jack Lader look good at Bridgeport also? Yeah, um, I think I read something. I don't know if I read something about him or watched a video. He took the he took a big block down to Bridgeport, and he's probably one of the only big blocks there. And he said he just yeah he got yeah he got his ass handed to him basically. Yeah, the car just faded over time to the small blocks, you know. But you know what? He learned from that, and I say next time he comes down or whatever. If he, if he gets a chance to come down, he's seeing with a small block, I say he's going to have a good showing. Yeah, which means he's taking a big block down to Louisiana because he left from Bridgeport to head down yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's going to be, son of a bitch, I should have packed up that small block. <laughs> should have brought that spec 358. Son of a bitch. But, uh, but the, young talent, the young talent out there right now is looking, looking really, really good and stout. It is. It really is. You know, north and south regions too. It's just it's looking real, real good. And they got some good veteran drivers to contend against, you know. Right. So who still who still have it? Yeah, who still have it. So twenty twenty one, if if we get back to normal, there should be some great racing across the across the entire northeast. Yeah, because you figure this year, let's say <clears throat> somebody young guy oh, it could be anybody sitting there uh, you know, let's just since we started late, let's just take this year kind of run wherever and like start experimenting setups and let's let's start building up all our programs right i like behaney behaney had a great consistent uh what was it october fast so that's something for him to really go off of yeah he was uh if they would have had a points for the, if they would have had an overall points champion for that week he would have won it yeah. for sure super consistent I don't, I don't think he finished outside the top 10 and the, the race he finished 10th was the race that he got the issues with that the bump stop. The bump had to stop. Start, yeah, had had to start in the rear and drove all the way up the tenth. So, and that super slick track too. Yeah, exactly. Guys were complaining. Yeah, so, passing. Yeah. Here comes Mahaney through the field. Like, oh, well, watch what this. Talk, what are you talking about? There ain't no passing. Hold my beer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Hold, yeah. Throw a couple pretend cautions out. I'll, I could be in the mix for the win. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So no, it's uh, it's, I'm 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 excited for 2021. Uh, 2020 kind of. I don't want to say it sucked because we saw some great racing this year. Yeah, we did, but it was just weird. It was weird, you know. Racing really didn't get started until like June. Yeah, July, and we're used to it starting in March. Yep, yep. So, so I think, yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. You know, we still got a little bit of racing left this year. With uh, the Louisiana stuff with Dayo, and then uh, Dayo again for the Gobbler down Georgetown, and then he normally does that at uh, at court, but you know since what yeah. New York to what they're doing, that was like you can't. I'm wondering how many drivers are gonna be there. It seems like a lot of guys are calling it a year. So yeah, that's yeah. They, I mean, yeah, they are. 
Um, I would be interested to see if Dale's going to bring his Fonda 200 and maybe run a Fonda 200 and a Port Royal 200 next year. Because that was pretty successful. I mean, yeah, considering what's going on in New York. But, but then you get the, some of the PA and Jersey guys will go out for that. Yeah. How do you not race back next year? But the success you had. Port Royal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The Port Royal. But then again, you can't take your own race away. Right. So do you come up with another one? Like, are you going to be able to top 53 grand now? That's, well, you know. I think a lot of it would come down to if he gets the sponsors on board. I think if Brett can get the sponsorship, he'll put on any race out there, you know. That's, you know, to be continued. I, I, I'd i like to see it happen. I'd like to get Brett on the show. Brett, if you're listening, which we doubt, because yeah, you're in Louisiana. Yeah, promoting another show. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I, we could probably I mean, get him for next year. I mean, if you just want to sponsor us too, Brett, and we can become the official yeah. show of the Short Track Super Series. Yeah, don't be shy. Don't ever be shy. <laughs> We're whores. We're sponsor whores right now. <laughs> we'll pimp out PBR Josh. We're thirsty, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, we won't, maybe we won't pimp out PBR Josh. We want sponsorship, in all seriousness. Yeah, yeah. PBR Josh wouldn't investment. No, I think we wind up owing our sponsors money, money. back. Yeah. And, and probably a public letter with our lawyer and our PR person apologizing on behalf of us. Right, which sucks because Josh is our PR person. So, <laughs> so again, we're, we're screwed on another side of it. You know, I don't even know why we bother going on anymore. To be honest with you, yeah, we would. Uh, we'd have to get uh, go into witness protection. Get fake right. names. Right, all because of PBR Josh. Yeah, yeah. And Jennifer still won't sell any pepperoni pizza at Grandview. Nope. Not. <sighs> Not even if you bring your own. Nope. I, I, uh, I, it's, they're dumpster fires. You know what? It's just, uh, we're just going to change the name to the Brian and Mike show. We are. In the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On your favorite FM station. Uh, we'll start with AM, you know, so we can compete with Bobby Gunther Walsh. Oh. I, how are you going to compete with, if you could compete with him, that just sets... That's just, you just made a name for yourself. That's it. That's it. You know, so. So if everything works out, what we've been talking about for our last three guests of season one, it's going to be one way, one hell of a way to end the 2020 year, the first season of the Loud Pedal. But one's been announced already. Uh, not him. Not him. Not him, no. Uh, who do we have on next week? I don't know. Nick Leach? I think we do have Nick Leach, yes. So Nick Leach from uh, New Egypt Speedway will be on next week. That's going to be a great interview. That's going to be a really good interview. Yeah, that man has so much knowledge in that head about racing, not yeah. not only just at New Egypt, but just all over. I think once our interview is done, we're going to thank him for having us on our show. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's what that's what's going to come down to. Yeah, we got the Rob Evels with him a little bit at New Egypt this year. What a great guy. Yeah, super nice. Very, very open. Didn't hold anything back. Nope. Um, That's what we like. Now, he may hold a little bit back on the show just so he doesn't piss anybody off. But but it is what it is. Then after Nick Leach, I think we have Jim Howsworth on. Yeah, and I'm working on the November 30th date. I have to make that phone call this week. 
So we don't have anybody that. And then the week after that, Thursday, Bro, December third, is super Matt Shepard. Matt is so or Matt Mike is so forward to that show, kids. Oh, dude, I can't wait. For that. It's gonna be a good show. His wife is gonna have a fan on him just to kind of because he's just gonna he's gonna be beside himself. It's gonna be like it's gonna be like PBR Josh on the Strunk Show. See, I can see Mike right now, and his wall is white for that show. It's gonna have nothing but Superman, Nine S, Shepard, all kinds. It's gonna be like this painting behind <laughs> a mural. It's gonna have a fat head on the wall. Yeah, a Matt Shepard fat head. I mean, that's just as bad as uh, PBR Josh with Jeff Strunk. I'll have my Matt Shepard shirt on, which you have a Matt Shepard shirt on right now. Well, I have two Matt Shepard shirts. On? No, not on. Oh. Uh The black one, the same shirt I got on, the black (laughs) one. That's my going out shirt. I don't know how many Matt Shepard shirts I have. Yeah, probably just as much as Josh has Jeff Strunk stuff. No, no, I don't think so. Because I, you know, the the last time I went, I think it was a super dark car race, I went up to Beth Ann to buy a, a shirt for myself, and I ended up buying Tara a Matt Shepard shirt instead of myself, so. She's such a bandwagon, isn't she? Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, she was rooting for Ryan Watt, and I was like, yeah. Hey, you gotta go, you know, check this guy out. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta look at this guy. You gotta but, check this guy out. Not that I get into Ryan, but. You know, that yeah. He snubbed me a big diamond, too. We're going to really go into detail about that. I'm sure he can't wait. Actually, just, actually, as soon as he finds out that it's you and I on the show, he's probably going to cancel. Yeah, I guarantee. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee oh, those two assholes. Oh, well, nothing against Mike, but that mouthy bastard on there, I'm done. Yeah, he's not going to answer the phone when we try to call him. <laughs> if this is Mike from the loud pedal, go fuck yourself. You know, I'm not coming on. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it should be a great end to the season, and we will take a uh, take a couple weeks off for the holidays. Everybody enjoy their families and yep. for this chaotic year, and then we'll be back again in the beginning of the year. And what did we say? Like the second or third week in January or something like second, that? Second week what we want to accomplish next year, what we want to do. Yeah, and so uh, obviously we're going to have some repeat guests on next year, but yeah, uh, we can go into detail about their plans for next year. And Yeah, we're just going to reverse the order that we started this year and just work backwards up to the beginning. All right, so our last guest will be the first guest next year. Right. Except yeah, so they won't so have, won't have Actually, plans. Actually, Brian's probably going to be first when we go down to the shop. Oh, yeah, yeah, we are going to go to the Cretans this winter. We're going to try to go live from there and do a little something-something. Yep, yep. Maybe do a... We're going to try to do a live broadcast and uh, try to broadcast on Facebook so everybody can see uh, inside the shop and... Yeah, all the illegal stuff. I mean, uh, the, the <laughs> you know, the, yeah. <laughs> all the new big nails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to get this Matt Hurd sponsor. <clears throat> <laughs> No, so it's gonna be good stuff. So uh, I think we're gonna wrap this up for tonight. Yeah, thank you all for not listening again. Yeah, we appreciate that. So signing off. I am Clark Mike Griswold with my co-host the Mount Brian Hustlinger, and PBR Josh left because he had to go get fired again. Again. That's it for tonight, and. You have been 
black flag.